Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Baseball.com ranking is coming out. And South Carolina, you know, I say as expected, but I'm not sure I quite expected the drop-off that we saw in the rankings. Gamecocks did not get punished severely 
after the last couple of weekends, dropping two of three to Auburn, you get swept by Kentucky, and you only dropped to sixth overall in the country, which I thought was a little bit surprising that you didn't fall farther. But it was almost like D1 baseball made up for it, right? They made up for it after this past weekend because the rankings come out this morning. Gamecocks are ranked 13th in college baseball. And I think the thing that irks people more than anything is that the arch rival, Clem Sucks, now sits projected, if it ended today, a top eight national seed. Here's what the top 25 looks like by D1Baseball.com. At number one, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. And I mean, guys, what a year. What a season they're having. 42-8 and eight overall. Um, they've been number one for a couple of weeks now. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what they're doing. Who The Gamecocks just lost two of three, two. Arkansas sits at number two. Stanford, number three. Florida, number four, after sweeping the Vanderbilt Commodores, a huge series sweep. Uh, LSU at number five. They just lost two of three to Mississippi State. West Virginia, number six. Clem sucks at number seven, 35 and 17 overall. Guys, they jump all the way from 16 to seven. Coastal Carolina at number eight. So we might have two top eight national seeds from the state of South Carolina, and maybe three if the Gamecocks can finish up this season strong. At number nine, you got UConn, Oregon State at 10, Miami at 11, Vanderbilt at 12. So they drop all the way from fifth to 12. So really, Vandy and South Carolina were the two teams that really got punished for losing their series this past weekend. Vandy at 12, South Carolina at 13, Campbell at 14, East Carolina at 15, Duke at 16, Dallas Baptist at 17, Kentucky, or excuse me, Tennessee uh, jumps up to 18, Kentucky at 19, Maryland 20, Virginia 21, Boston College 22, Southern Miss 23, Washington 24th, and Oklahoma State at 25 rounds out the top 25. UTSA and Oregon, the two teams that were dropped from the D1Baseball.com top 25. And as we look at the SEC standings, Arkansas leads the entire conference sitting at 19-8 and overall in SEC play, a 38-13 and overall record. You didn't look. LSU, 17-9 and in SEC play. Florida, 17-9 in SEC play. Vanderbilt, 17-9 in SEC play. South Carolina then comes in at 15 and 11 in SEC play. Kentucky at 15 and 12. Obviously, the Gamecocks with one less game because of that game three being canceled. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sold against LSU. You've got Auburn at 14 and 13, who's one of the hottest teams in all of college baseball. Uh, you look at Tennessee, who's 14 and 13. Then you got Bama at 13 and 14, Texas A&M at 12 and 15. Then you go to, let's see, Missouri at 10 and 17, Georgia at 10 and 17. And then at the bottom, Mississippi State at 8 and 19, and Ole Miss at 6 and 21. Now, where I want to start with this, guys, you go look on social media. You listen to the, the narratives right now. Here's what I understand. I mentioned this last night, but I want to echo this yet again. It's not time to hit the panic button, guys. I know that it's frustrating, and I hate to sound like a broken record over and over and over again because I feel like I was saying something very similar this time last week. And really, truly, it's the Kentucky series that irks me more than anything. It's it's that weekend, guys. We talked about it weeks ago, right? Sweeps are what really throw your season one way or the other. Losing two of three sucks, but it doesn't derail your season. It's the sweeps that throw you off the tracks, if you will. So if you'd have lost two of three in Lexington, it would have stung, but not nearly to the level as now we sit. The problem with this past weekend was this. Fans of the Yardcocks were demanding and expecting a series win this past weekend because of, well, you've lost two series in a row. You lost two of three to Auburn. You got swept by Kentucky. Now you've got to get it in gear. The problem is you were going to Baum Walker Stadium to take on the third-ranked team, now second-ranked team. You could argue they're the best team in all of college baseball. That's not a good position to be in, guys. With that being said, with that being said, I actually come out of this weekend encouraged, encouraged by what I saw over the weekend, believe it or not. Were the sticks not there? Absolutely. But it's an Arkansas club. They've got elite pitching, and it's tough to win at Baumwalker Stadium. What I saw, and guys, I'm not trying to approach this with garnet glasses in any way. I'm not trying to be sunshine pumper C Philly over here. I'm not trying to be sunshine and rainbows. I don't think anybody would label me as such. I'm just simply trying to give you perspective. And I had somebody tell me this morning, Chris, you can't look at this series in a vacuum. You've got to include what's happened over the last couple of weeks. I mean, do you though? Do you? I think South Carolina played much better. Pitching was elite. Defense was clean, if not elite level as well. I thought you played championship level defense. And I think the biggest takeaway offensively is this. When you're on the road in the SEC against one of the best teams in college baseball and you're facing the type of arms that an Arkansas has, when you get an opportunity early to punish those guys, when you get an opportunity early to make some noise, to scratch out a few runs, you got to do it. Because you're not going to get many of those opportunities, guys. You're not going to get many of those chances. And the Gamecocks had chances in games one and game three, and they were not able to capitalize. And so you saw a guy, uh, you, you saw the Arkansas starter settle in, right? You saw him settle in in that ball game. And once he did, 
it was game over. You saw Hagen Smith in game one. You saw him settle in. Holland was the starter yesterday. Settle in. And once those guys get in the groove and they get going, it's going to be really tough, especially on their own mound and their home field, their home fans behind them. It's just going to be really, really tough. Now, I think there are reasons for this slump, if you will. Hey, this team's been on the road the last two weekends. Tough to win on the road in the SEC. And again, we're talking about a Kentucky team that's pretty damn good themselves. Top 20 ball club. They were at one time thought of as a, a top eight national seed. And Auburn, who you lost to, who's one of the hottest teams in college baseball. I'm not saying do not be frustrated. That's not what I'm saying. Hell, I'm frustrated because losing sucks. Losing is not fun. And I sort of chuckle at myself right now because I'm constantly labeled as this negative, toxic, wanting to just constantly fire the coaches type of dude. And I was someone that was very vocal last year about Mark Kingston and the job that he was or was not doing at that point. And you see the success right now, by the way. You see the success that Eric Backage is having at Clemson. I thought that was a great hire when it happened, and I think he's only reconfirming that. I would have gladly taken Eric Backage in Columbia. But the fact of the matter is we did not do that. Mark Kingston returned. He brought in Monty Lee, and he brought in all these pieces in the transfer portal. And even I'm sitting here. Like, I feel like it's crazy. I was the one last year, fire Mark Kingston. It's time for a change. I was ready. And even I'm sitting here now, I feel like I'm almost, because I'm injecting some perspective and I'm not ready to burn it all down with four regular season games, the SEC tournament, and the postseason to play, I feel like I've almost turned to like the, I'm the Mark Kingston defender now. And I'm not even really defending Mark Kingston, guys. This season plays out the way it's going. If the turnaround doesn't happen, if the upswing does not come, I can assure you I'll be there. I can assure you I will be there. You know I will. We'll say what needs to be said. We'll call it as we see it. That will happen. The expectations were very clearly set in preseason. And we'll get into that more in just a second. But there's just still baseball to be played. No doubt this team is going through a slump. But I just think as easily as this team has slipped and has gone through a slump, this team can catch fire. I really, truly do believe that. And you're not far off. Believe it or not, I don't think you're far off. I thought you played much better baseball this past weekend. The pitching was elite. The defense was elite. You just need your sticks to come back around. And here's the good thing, guys. We're not hoping for something that we haven't seen this season. We've seen this lineup be productive. We've seen this lineup be explosive, be lethal, dare I say. It's in there. We know, it's, you know, we know what these guys are capable of. Just needed to come back. And so now you hope as you look into this week, and we've got a lot to talk about all week long, guys, of course, but you look at this week. Four games at Founders Park. Four regular season games left. I mean, this is the week to do it. This is the week to get off the schneid and get hot once again. But hitting the panic button, I, I think what has happened, here's what happened. I think what has happened is we came into this season with a certain set of expectations. We all said Super Regionals are bust. Did we not all agree with that? I think a lot of us did. Some people out there said Omaha are bust and... You know, I, 
I wasn't quite ready to go there, but I like your I like your spunk. I like your attitude. Super regionals or bust. We all said that. Nobody had goals of winning the SEC. Nobody had goals of winning 50 games. Nobody had goals of winning 20 SEC games. Get to the Super Regionals. That was the goal for South County Baseball this year. A goal that is still very well intact. Guys, I mean, I'm seeing people all over the place. We're going to travel for the regionals. Guys, South Carolina is going to host a regional. I'm here to tell you right now. And if it doesn't happen, I am willing to eat crow until the end of time. But South Carolina is going to host a regional. They are. They're going to be one of the top 16 out there. Hell, if they play their cards right and they go on a, win- on a winning streak this last week and into the SEC tournament, guys, they still might be a top eight national seed. It's like nobody wants to hear that. And I don't know why. Burn it down. The season's over. You're going to run into adversity in the game of baseball, guys. It's inevitable. And maybe why I'm able to stomach it so much more. And I'm not hitting the panic button. And it's not time to hit the panic button on the Yardcocks. But maybe the reason that I'm able to stomach it so much more I've been around the game. I've seen the game. I'm certainly not coming from a place of, well, I've played it and you haven't. No, no, no. If you watch baseball enough, though, you know that the numbers even themselves out. When South Carolina swept Florida, beat in LSU, was what, 34-6 and or whatever it was? I thought to myself, this is great. This is awesome. How long will it last? There's going to be a lull in this season. There's going to be a dip. It's just inevitable. At that moment, I did not think Carolina was going to be a 50-game winner. Didn't think they were going to win 22 or 23 in SEC play. I mean, guys, a couple of weeks ago, we're in the Big Cock Club Discord, and I say to myself, you know, we're talking, what's Carolina going to finish at? What's the SEC record going to be? And I think I mentioned, like, I think we'll probably finish 19 and 11. And there were BCC members, I won't call them by name, that scoffed at me. We're getting more than 19 SEC wins, man. Come on. It's just baseball, man. Like, you come back down to earth. So with South Carolina as good as we saw in the three-game sweep against Florida and that game one against LSU, maybe not. Maybe they're not quite that good. That was the ceiling for a reason. It's your ceiling. Is South Carolina as bad as we've seen over the last three weekends, especially against Auburn and I think that weekend in Lexington against Kentucky? No, that's the floor. Truth somewhere in the middle. You just hope that the reality is closer to that ceiling than the floor. But, guys, it's still, it's not time. It's it's not time to hit the panic button on the Yardcocks. There's still baseball to be played. There's not a lot left, and this week is huge. Please don't misconceive this for me saying that it's totally fine. This week's huge. The urgency's there. The urgency's there. But I just do not, you know, and I, I, I know people love to overreact, love to panic. Panic Ritter, king of it. People love to panic. They love to, to overreact. I understand that. It's a popular thing to do. Folks are emotional. I get it. But as I said last week, let them die before before you put the final nail in the coffin. Let them die first. Let them die first. And the Yardcocks ain't dead yet, man. That's all I'm saying. The Yardcocks ain't dead yet. I know it's been ugly. I know it's tough to stomach. I know it's hard to watch. I get it. I get it. It's hard to watch at times. But the Yardcocks ain't dead 
yet. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Do not hit the panic button. Do not hit the panic button. Big week this week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.